listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. We are wrapping up the week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio. Send feedback via our contact form on our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoyed this program, please consider supporting us by joining the Vintage Radio Club. All Vintage Radio Club members get access to our Saturday program in which we present shows that are longer than our half-hour podcast, which feature productions from Lux Radio Theater and Mercury Theater on the Air and more. If you join us on our Patreon page, you get more features like an exclusive I Love Old Time Radio sticker, access to our ad-free podcast, and more. Visit iloveoldtimeradio.com forward slash support for more details. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. On Friday, we are entertained by the world's greatest comedy duo on the Abbott and Costello Show. This episode originally aired on February 4th, 1948, and here is Lou and Harris, the largest diamond in the world. Yeah, but what time is it? It's 8 o'clock, Costello. We're on the air for PDQ Gasoline, here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. It's the new transcribed Abbott and Costello show with a new singing discovery, Susan Miller and Maddie Maldick Orchestra, and yours truly, Michael Roy. So hold on to your chairs, folks, for here they are, Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. You're late. Where have you been? Well, mm-hmm. I stopped off for dinner at Rickabee's 35 Club restaurant and got into a terrific argument with the waiter. He yelled and screamed at me in front of everybody. Well, when somebody yells at you like that, the thing to do is give him a soft answer. I did. I hit him in the face with a custard pie. I, <laughs> I got so mad I fainted. You fainted? Yes, I fainted with my right and swung with my left. I gave him the old one three. Uh, what happened to two? I got that. <laughs> You should stay out of fight. You can't fight. Yeah? No. When I hit the guy, he thought I had a lead pipe in my hand. Uh, what made him think that? I had a lead pipe in my hand. <laughs> you know how I used to do a little professional fighting around Patterson? Ace in the hole, Costello, they used to call me. Uh, why ace in the hole? I was always face down. <laughs> what happened to your fighting career, Lou? I finally lost my crown at Joe Lewis. Your crown? Yeah, my crown, my bridge, and three of my good teeth. <laughs> you figured to lose fighting Joe Lewis. Well, it was an accident, Abbott. 
Well, in the first round, I thought I recognized somebody in the fourth row. Uh, who was it? I looked again. It was me. That's just the beginning, folks. Twenty-seven odd minutes of Abbott and Costello still to come. But first, hear this. A gasoline bulk plant is a sort of halfway point where gas is stored for delivery to service stations. And it's a fine old tradition of the gas business that the motorist who runs out of gas near a PDQ bulk plant gets a gallon to see him on his way, even though gasoline is not ordinarily retailed there. Now, I tell you this because the other afternoon, a 46 Buick sputtered and died near a PDQ bulk plant, and the boys put a spot of gas in the man's tank and said, oh, that's all right, and wished him on his way. Well, he was no more than gone when around the block and back again he came, out of his car and pointing this way and that and shouting, Hey, it doesn't ping! What kind of gas was that? PDQ gas, they said. Yeah, but my car always pings, he said. Now it doesn't. Now you're using PDQ, they said. And so he drove away, happy as a lark, and looking for a PDQ station. He'd made a great discovery. Moral, if your car pings, just run out of gas in front of a PDQ station. Next on the program, the Abbott and Costello Show. Costello, Costello, come over here. Just look at you. Your pants cuffs are dragging you on the ground. What, what's the idea? Ah, it's the new style, Abbott. I left them all my pants for it. Why? To compete with the new look. The new look? If the girls will let me look at their legs, I'm not going to look. let them look at mine. What's the, idea of wearing, what's the idea of wearing your best suit to work? My club is giving a big party tonight. We're going to have favors for all the girls. At 12 o'clock, we're going to turn out all the lights. Aren't you going to have any favors for the men? What do you call turning out all the lights? I suppose you're taking that redhead that lives next door to you. Ah, uh, no. We had a lover's spat. She's up to go with her. She's been married three times and had eight children. She has? Yes. If she keeps trying to make me jealous, I'm going to break our engagement. <laughs> Who are you taking to the party? One of the Powers models, Abbott. You know the dames that got those funny names? Uh, is it Candy Jones? No. Is it Chili Williams? No. Is it uh, Choo Choo Johnson? No. I got it. Sour Cream Shapiro. I... <laughs> Sour Cream Shapiro. Say, Costello. She's the most popular girl in this neck of the woods. Abbott, any girl up next in the woods has got to be popular. <laughs> Sour Cream Shapiro. Isn't that a peculiar name for a girl? Oh, no, that's just a professional name, Abbott. What, what, what's her real name? Sour Cream Schwartz. I... <laughs> She's a very fancy dresser, Abbott. Sunday I took her riding and she wore a riding suit. Monday I took her hiking and she wore a hiking outfit. Tuesday I took her to a dinner party and she wore a dinner gown. I can hardly wait until Saturday night. Why? I'm taking her to a birthday party. <laughs> Those models are pretty smart girls, Costello. <laughs> you know, my wife Betty used to be a model. She's got a face like a million dollars. Yes, sir. Long, green, and wrinkled. I... <laughs> Costello, that's just your opinion. Some people think she's pretty, and some people think she's uh, homely. They're both right. She's pretty homely. I... <laughs> How can you say that about my wife Betty? She's gorgeous. She has long, golden hair halfway down her back. Yes, it's too bad it didn't grow on her head. <laughs> well, anyway, my wife is smart. She has a trigger mind. Yes, when she gets through it, she ought to give it back to trigger. <laughs> how can you stand out here and deliberately insult my wife? Believe me, Abbott, it's a pleasure. Not only that, 
But every time you meet her, you insult her to her face. Every time I meet her, she still has the same face. Costello, it's my wife, Betty. Oh. Get out the net. The Barracuda are running tonight. Will you deal, Barracuda? I heard what you said about me. You pumped up, pickled food, pot-bellied pygmy. Well, I'll break out my phone and go Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, honey. Take it easy. Costello didn't mean what he said. Oh, then why was he insulting my beauty? Costello, I'll have you know that I'm famous. For my gorgeous skin. I know, Mrs. Abbott. For years, my sister has been trying to get skin like yours. Oh, well, now, really, is that so? Mm-hmm. <laughs> is your sister a beautician? No, she makes alligator bags. <laughs> my you simple, simple, I am not going to stand here and listen to you insulting my wife. Do you hear me? Well, I'm just not going to stand for it. Well, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Whose side are you on? Oh, I'm on your side, honey. You know I love you. Don't I always treat you like a gentleman? Yes. It's about time that you treated me like a lady. proposed to me before I married you, Philip, Roger, and Grant. And when I married you, they were so unhappy that Philip took poison, Roger took gas, and... and... Grant took Richmond. (laughs) (laughs) I want you to show some respect for my wife. Can't you be more chivalrous, Gordon? I'm always chivalrous. Yeah. Last night when I was walking Betty home, we came to a big, big mud puddle and I threw her coat down in the mud. Yeah. And the next time you do it, take me out of the cold purse. That was my wife that said that. And I'm glad it wasn't me. Oh, buddy, you're so witty. Oh, honey, I'm not half as witty as you. Oh, I'm not half as witty as you. But I'm not half as witty as you. Billy, I'm not half as witty as you. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard from a couple of (laughs) half-wits. Well, buddy, I've got to be going now. Why don't we have Costello for dinner tomorrow night? Do you really want to have me for dinner tomorrow night? Why, of course, Costello. We'll have dinner at seven. You get there at four. Why so early? It'll give me time to stuff you, stick an apple in your mouth, and slide in the floor. Costello, I don't blame my wife for getting mad at you. You have one big mouth. What did you expect me to have? Two little ones? Uh, <laughs> I tell you, your, your ignorance is amazing. What do you do to get so stupid? I can't tell you. Why? It's an old recipe that's been in our family for years. <laughs> and you shouldn't call me out, Abbott. We should be pals like Damon and Pythias, Stanley and Livingston, and the Russo brothers. Who are the Russo brothers? They're my tailors, and I promise to get them a plug tonight. I'm in hot water. I'm always in hot water. They keep me in hot water until all my strength is gone. Who are you? Oh, just an old tea bag. <laughs> That's had a step, you folks. If he had his life to live over again, he'd be a fool to do it. 
Costello, wait a minute now. First you insult my wife, now you pick on my nephew. I'm going to have to work on this show, Costello. You know, I was with Phil Spitalini's band for three years. Phil Spitalini had an all-girl band. Now, how could you stay with them for three years? I kept my mouth shut. (laughs) Why can't you be nice to Norman Costello? I'm nice to him. When he was sick in the hospital, I sent him flowers, didn't I? Yeah. Lily. Well, was it my fault that the operation was a success? I... Cablegram for Lou Costello. Cablegram for Lou Costello. I'm Lou Costello. Here. That'll be $4.95 collect. $4.95? Here's $5. Keep the change. Thank you. Don't mention it. I'd be ashamed to. (laughs) I wonder who would be sending me a cablegram. Well, why don't you open it and find out? Say, that's a good idea. Why don't I think of things like that? Oh. Hey, Abbott. It's from Africa. Listen to this. Dear Lou Costello, we, the people of Darkest Africa, enjoy your radio programs very much. As you know, we have the largest diamond mines in the world here in Africa, and in your honor, we have named the biggest diamond in the world the Lou Costello Diamond. If you can arrange to come to Africa, we will be very happy to present this diamond to you. I'm William Ackerman, president of the American and African Diamond Syndicate. Hey, wait a minute. This is wonderful, Costello. We're rich. Think of it. You own the largest diamond in the world, the Costello Diamond. I'll bet it's some rock. I'll bet it ain't as big as the rock that my Aunt Eva got for her birthday. Did she get a big rock? Yes. And the warden says she'd better have it all broken up before her parole comes due. <laughs> you know nothing about diamonds. Is that so? I gave Susan Miller a diamond for Christmas and it's as big as a saucer. Was it a real diamond? Well, she took it down and had it appraised. The jeweler said that if she ever dropped it, she'd have seven years bad luck. <laughs> Captain, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll go to Africa, get the diamond. When we get back here, we'll sell it and you'll split the money with me. I'll split the money with you. Yes. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, all right. Oh, I've always got to give in. Then I'll split the money with you. Well, that's better. All right. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's the same thing. Why should I split it with you? It's my diamond, ain't it? But, Lou, don't don't we always split everything? I guess you're right, Abbott. If I had two cigarettes, I'd give you one. Well, that's right. And if I had two pairs of shoes, I'd give you one. Well, that's right. And if I had two blondes... Yes? Why don't you like that cigarette? Put on those shoes and take a walk for yourself. <laughs> Costello, we're going to Africa. I hope you're not afraid of wild animals. Me? No. I'm not afraid of lions. I once went out and killed a lion with my club. You kill a lion with your club? Yes, of course. There's 200 members in my club. I... <laughs> I don't believe you were ever in Africa. Oh, no. One time I was a big game... I was I was big game hunting in Africa with my brother-in-law. A wild alligator attacked my brother-in-law. I threw my trusty gun to my shoulder and fired. Did you get him? I never missed. See the stuff I'm wearing? Yes. Genuine alligator? Nope. Genuine brother-in-law. <laughs> well, come on, Abbott. We're going to go to Africa and get that diamond. Before Abbott and Costello bring you more laughs, listen to 55 seconds of discourse on a different subject. Some time ago on this program, we publicly invited all oil companies to adopt PDQ's long-standing practice of washing windshields. The response was instantaneous. We heard from quite a few of them. PDQ is happy indeed to have made this contribution to the industry. Right now, our engineers in charge of pioneering and leadership are about to claim, are about to offer another breathtaking idea. Free air at all filling stations. Another traditional PDQ service which we predict will be widely copied. Meantime, of course, if you're driving around on flat tires, we suggest you stop in and have your neighborhood PDQ dealer inflate them. For here at the PDQ stations and nowhere else will you be able to fill up with mileage-stretching, quick-performing PDQ gasoline. 
Don't be misled into thinking that just because they wash your windshield and check your tires in some other filling station that you are getting genuine PDQ gasoline. Look for the big long mileage on the speedometer and be sure you buy PDQ. And now, Act Two of the Abbott and Costello Pantomime for PDQ. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Confessing that I love you. Only Susan Miller tells it better than I can. As the singing star of the Abbott and Costello show joins with the Matty Malnick Orchestra in this perennial favorite. to get the Costello Diamond? Yes. My mother insists that I go on a boat and send my baggage on another. Why? That's in case either one of the boats go down. She won't lose everything. <laughs> oh, thoughtful. Oh, ocean-going boats are safe. Oh, yeah? Well, my Uncle Mike was a boat builder and he built a banana boat. He sailed it halfway across the ocean and it sank. Why did it sink? You can't build a boat out of bananas. <laughs> well, this trip to Africa might be dangerous at that. I know what I'll do. I'll call up Johnny Carson Weissmuller to go with it. He ain't afraid of danger. He fights crocodiles. He breaks snakes in half. He goes through earthquakes and floods. He ain't afraid of nothing. Well, go ahead and call him. Okay. 
Hello? Hello? Johnny Weissmuller? Oh, Johnny, this is Luke Costello. I'd like you to go to Africa with me. Hmm. Oh. Well, goodbye. Well, what did Tarzan say? It's raining and this mother won't let him out of the house. <laughs> well, we're going anyway. Did you say goodbye to all your friends? Oh, but Hedy Lamar. It's going to be tough. It's going to be real tough taking Hedy in my arms and kissing her goodbye. But you don't even know Hedy Lamar. That's what makes it so tough. <laughs> You're a coward. Think of the glory of such a trip. You may yeah. even turn out to be a discoverer like Columbus. Well, By taking a trip, he found out that the world was round, Lou. I'd rather be a discoverer like Secretary of State Marshall. He took a trip and found out that the world was flat. Busted. Shame on you. I thought you were a brave man. Well, you told me your Uncle Mike was a lion on it. He was. Once Uncle Mike was... Once Uncle Mike shot a five-legged lion. Are you sure the lion had five legs? Sure. Four of his own and one of Uncle Mike's. Uh, what is that can of powder you're carrying? That's my own invention. Dehydrated water. If we're going through the jungle where there's no water for miles, this will come in handy. Dehydrated water? Yes. How does it work? You just open the can, take a little of the powder, yes. and mix it with water. <laughs> come on, Castello. We're going down to the docks and see if we can get a ship that will take us to Africa. So you can claim your diamond. <laughs> Good sailor. Yes, sir. 
Remember that terrific storm the Queen Mary was in last winter? Yeah. Well, everybody on that boat was sick except me. Why'd you get sick? I ain't never been on the Queen Mary. <laughs> My boy, I've been sailing through storms for 20 years. Well, that's nothing to sniff at. In all them 20 years, I've never been off this boat. That's nothing to sniff at. And in all them 20 years, I've never had this sailor suit off. I said. <laughs> <laughs> I like you two guys. I'm going to take you to Africa on my ship. Abbott, you'll be my first mate. Costello, you'll be my second mate. Both at the same time? Certainly. Ain't you afraid of getting arrested for bigamy? <laughs> Come on, we're coming off. washed overboard. We've lost all our instruments. There's a storm coming up. What shall we do? Batten down the hatches. I did batten down the hatches. Batten them down again. We'll show those hatches. We've got to bring this ship at the port. I'll get up on the bridge and call out the orders. You repeat them back to me. I'll repeat all the orders back to you. Right. Yes, sir. Reef the mainsail. Reef the mainsail. Close the scuppers. Close the scuppers. Loop your poop deck. Loop your poop deck. <laughs> Reef your mainsail. Close your scuppers. Lower your jib. Man your rifle. Tilt your rudder. Port your helm. Loop your poop deck. <laughs> I see land. It's Africa. Full speed ahead. Okay, Abbott. You grab the swoop. I'll take the other end. Now I'll try this one. Now I'll try the other end. Now I'll try this one. Now I'll try the other one. Now I'll try this. Now I'll try this. Wait a Now I'll try this. Costello, what are you doing? I'm trying to make 20 knots an hour. <laughs> I can hear the signal drums of the natives. Abbott, I know the message they're sending. What is it? Boom, 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 boom. Come on, go on the shore and see if we can locate the Costello Diamond. Hey, look, Costello, there's a Ubangi chief. Ask him if he knows the way to the Costello Diamond. Chief Ubangi? Me, Costello. You know where we find Costello Diamond? Chief Ubangi, why don't you answer me? I can't. You're standing on my lower lip. <laughs> uh, Chief, oh, yeah, but we still wasn't off the beach, didn't I? <laughs> Chief Ubangi. Uh, Chief, you look like a guide. Maybe you could help us. Yeah, I was a good guide. Five years ago, when Frank Buck came here, he went a thousand miles into the jungle. Last year, Buck was here, and he only went 40 miles. What does that prove? That a buck don't go as far as he used to. Chief, you back here. Costello was summoned to Africa to be presented with the Costello Diamond. You know how we can find it? Yes, yeah, get through that jungle and the diamond compound. But first I have to get the permission of the natives for you to pass through. I'll send a message on this drum. <laughs> what message did you send? Yeah, I said, Abbott and Costello request permission to enter your territory to be presented with the Costello diamond. Now listen, here come the answer. What did they say? Yes. 
of that pass through the jungle. Yeah. Come on, Costello, and be careful. This jungle is full of wild animals. Habit. What? Big monkey following us. I think he picked up your scent. What makes you think he picked up my scent? He's holding his nose. Uh, <laughs> look, Costello. Here's the head man of the village. He's coming to greet us. Yeah, welcome to Africa, Abbott and Costello. Hey, how did you know our name? Are you kidding? I played the part of the Eubanger Chief on the last page. <laughs> well, well, shut my mouth! My good man, we've come thousands... I didn't see you all! <laughs> my good man, we've come thousands of miles. Who must die, you all? <laughs> Who must die, you all? I'm from the southern part of Italy. <laughs> we've come thousands of miles to get the Costello Diamond. Could you tell us where it is? Yeah, it's yours, right up there where all them Eubangies are playing baseball. You mean that's the Costello Diamond? Yo, it's the biggest baseball diamond in Africa. <laughs> players, don't you? Oh, sure, but the players in Africa have funny names. Now Boo's on second and Woo's on first. No, 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 no. Get out of here. Uh, jump in this jeep. I can't get away from this place fast enough. We'll drive straight to Cape Town and take the first boat, first boat back to California. Come on. All right, you two guys, pull over there. I'm going to give you a ticket. Well, you're a Hollywood cop, and we're 8,000 miles away in the middle of the African jungle. You can't give us a ticket. Oh, yeah? You're still inside the Los Angeles city limit. <laughs> and that's not all. The boys will be back in just a minute after a few wise words from this fellow. Yeah, thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, at this time, ladies and gentlemen, before we continue with the entertainment, I uh, have several announcements to make. On Thursday, that's, uh, that's tomorrow, Thursday, <clears throat> you'll get together with your neighborhood PDQ dealer and fill up with gas. Uh, we're expecting a big turnout, so let's all be there. Friday, that's just day after tomorrow, that's a good day to have your PDQ dealer change your oil. All motorists are invited, and there'll be plenty of free air and water for everybody. Now, uh... Some dealers report they haven't received PDQ credit card applications from all of you. like to have you take care of that right away. It's important. Forms are available at all PDQ service stations. The PDQ Performance Committee reports the elimination of a great many pings. And I know you'll all join me in saying, great work, fellas. <laughs> great work. Uh, now I'll turn the meeting back to Chairman Charlie of the Entertainment Committee. You ready, Bud and Lou? Okay. Thank you. Costello with a final word. Well, Costello, we certainly went on a fool's errand tonight, Africa. Yes, Abbott. But I'm going back there someday with the greatest hunter in the world, Frank Sawbuck. Don't you mean, don't you mean Frank Buck? Nope, Sawbuck. He's ten times better than Buck. Good night, ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. 
It's 8.30 at KECA and KECA-FM, Los Angeles. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. You know, it was kind of a nice twist that Costello's diamond turns out to be a baseball diamond. You know, rather fitting for those guys. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcast. We are also on Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or by listening right from our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com. If you enjoy our program, please make sure you rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. If you would like to help support this show, you can do so by visiting our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and clicking on the support button. The Green Hornet returns on Monday, and next week we'll have some more of the Abbott and Costello show. For some of our Patreon members, we'll have the Mercury Theater on the Air players perform a gripping dramatization of a true story of a 19th century expedition to the North Pole and its terrible fate. It's called Hell on Ice. Won't you join us? For I Love Old Time Radio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off. <laughs>